Thank you for tuning in to For the People News Podcast. I'm your host, Rob. Today is Friday, March 29th, 2019. This is episode 11, and the title of this episode is The Next Stage Begins. Now, before we get started, don't forget to like us on Facebook at For the People NN. How's everybody doing today? Hope you're having a happy Friday. Hopping right into the political news today. Judicial Wash has 40 monster lawsuits pending right now seeking to expose the anti-Trump coup and related Clinton corruption. So you're not really hearing about this on the mainstream media. So that's why I decided to just throw it out there. There's not really that much out there on it except for the headline. But I just thought it was interesting, especially with everything that's going on after the Mueller report came out. So something to just keep your ears open for. The Sanders presidential campaign is violating federal election law by employing three foreign nationals in advisory positions. Now, foreign nationals are legally prohibited from working in any capacity in the decision-making process of any person with regard to election-related activities. I thought this was interesting because if this was on the other foot with Trump, this would be in the news all over the place, claiming that he's violating federal law and we have to impeach him. I just think it's funny that when people on the left are caught up in these things, nothing's really heard about it and nothing's really done about it. So I was looking on CNN and I was reading through some of the articles and I came across this article and I think it's just very important to read this and and let people really understand what the mainstream media does. The Mueller report is more than 300 pages long and we've seen only 101 words of it. So this is what the that was the title of the headline. So they're complaining that they they're not getting to see the whole report. And it continues when people can't see things, conspiracy theories fester. That goes double for President Donald Trump's tax returns, which he made clear he'll be keeping from public view, making many people wonder what he could be hiding. Now, I don't know why they keep bringing this up, but it's not, a, it's not law that a presidential candidate has to release his tax returns. So this is basically just a middle finger to the deep state. The Justice Department is supposed to be scrubbing the Mueller report for release in some form to Congress. Redactions, cuts, and edits will only feed frustration and lead to further conspiracy theories. It's funny because when the shoe's on the other foot, and people on the right, congressmen, senators, even voters, are claiming things, we're dubbed as conspiracy theorists. The American people are used to TMI. So the secrecy that keeps Robert Mueller's report from public view is extremely difficult to process, especially given the seriousness of questions Mueller was investigating, like foreign election interference, possible campaign collusion, and obstruction of justice. Now, this is that, that paragraph is really funny. The American people are used to TMI. The American people are not used to too much information. The mainstream media doesn't even give information out when they, give, when they report on issues. All their sources are confidential. The secrecy that keeps Robert Mueller's report from the public view is extremely difficult to process. How is it extremely difficult to process? There's open grand jury testimonies going on right now that have to do with the Mueller report. They are not legally allowed to release the report right now until everything is wrapped up. Then the report will be released to the public. CNN article continues, The importance of the top line assessment that Mueller did not establish collusion cannot be overstated, and it's good news for Trump. 
Mueller did not recommend any charges against President, and he did not recommend any new charges against White House or campaign aides. Though, of course, multiple Trump associates have already been convicted by Mueller's team, while others await trial or are still being investigated through regular Justice Department channels. So the article clearly states that there's still people being investigated, but yet they're still demanding the release of the documents. They're just trying to buy time. And Trump's associates that were charged by the Mueller investigation, none of the charges had to do with Russia collusion. Quote from A.G. Barr, The investigation did not establish that members of the Trump campaign conspired or coordinated with the Russian government in its election interference activities. So this is where the article goes a little, gets a little weird. The quote from the A.G. that I just mentioned has brackets around the T and the. And the article suggests, the brackets there suggest a lowercase t was capitalized to form a sentence, which suggests there is a first part of that sentence. Does the first part of that sentence say what the investigation did establish? Does it say that Trump campaign officials had contact with Russians and that they benefited from Russian actions? Does it say that Russians took cues from Trump's public's comments? Doesn't really matter since we know all of those things to be true. No, that's a false statement. Because if any of those statements were true, there would be collusion. This is just beyond mind-blowing. So they're questioning things, they answer their own questions, and then they give you false information on what brackets are used for. See, this is, why, this is when you use brackets. They're mainly used to enclose words added by someone other than the original writer or speaker in order to clarify the situation. So CNN's giving you misinformation on the definition on why brackets are used. They're pushing their narrative. The left want the full Mueller report released. They don't believe Barr. This is all just a smokescreen. They believe Barr. Barr is actually one of them. Everything you hear in the news about, oh, Barr and Trump are good buddies, they're good friends, false. Remember, Bob Mueller, our Attorney General Barr, they are good friends. Trump sat down in an interview with Fox and he said, I plan to declassify and release all FISA docs. Now, redacted versions of the FISA documents already released have revealed that the FBI extensively relied on documents produced by Christopher Steele, an anti-Trump British ex-spy working for a foreign firm funded by the Hillary Clinton campaign and the DNC. Folks, that is exactly what they were investigating Donald Trump for with the Russian collusion. So it's all right there stating that the DNC and the Hillary Clinton campaign funded a foreign national to come up with evidence on her opponent. Exactly what they were investigating Trump for is exactly what Hillary Clinton did. Now this just leads more into the speculation and further down the rabbit hole. Massive DOJ leaks reveal Mueller finished Trump-Russia probe months before the 2018 elections and kept silent while Dems swept the midterms. This is mind-blowing. Justice Department insiders just dropped a massive bomb on Robert Mueller, revealing his special counsel team concluded months before the 2018 midterm elections there was no proof linking Donald Trump or his campaign to colluding with Russia. But yet, Mueller did not reveal his team's findings until this week, 
five months after the 2018 midterm elections. August 2018, in fact, is three months before the November 2018 elections, where when all of the Democrats running against Republicans for House and Senate seats used Trump's fabricated ties with Russia as a campaign platform, and they all won. They won on the back of this lie, this massive lie. This was well known by late summer, another higher Justice Department official said. Wiseman was frustrated there wasn't anything to use against Trump, so he wanted to put his son under the microscope. One Justice Department official said the behavior of Mueller's team, particularly with actionable intelligence on Trump's innocence prior to the 2018 election, should be investigated by a new special counsel. And does anyone find it very odd that Wiseman mysteriously announced his retirement from the Justice Department just days before details of the Mueller report were made public? I mean, come on. Coincidence is all over the place. This is crazy. Things are shaking up in Washington, D.C., I'll tell you that. Now, moving away from the Mueller report, with the floods that are going on in the Midwest, I thought it was real important to throw this in there. U.S. grain bins collapse after catastrophic Iowa floods. After we saw the millions of dead cows in Nebraska, now thousands of tons of grain have been lost in Iowa. Floodwaters are causing havoc in some Midwestern states. Iowa, Illinois, Missouri, Kansas, South Dakota, Minnesota, Nebraska, and have resulted in the estimated $3 billion in damage so far. If you go to For the People NN Facebook page, you'll see a video that links to that. Now moving on to the other big story that's going on right now in South America, in Venezuela. Venezuela authorities ruled to ban... Guerrero from government services for 15 years. Guerrero has reportedly rejected the government's order stripping him of office. Earlier in March, Venezuelan minister lashed out against the opposition for pocketing a billion dollars in government funds held in U.S. banks here in the U.S. In addition to this, Guerrero has violated a travel ban imposed to him by the Venezuelan Supreme Court. The opposition leader arrived in neighboring Colombia on February 22nd in order to help forcefully deliver U.S.-sponsored humanitarian aid to Venezuela in a move that was not authorized by the Venezuelan government. You know, Guerrero keeps claiming that he's the president and he wants to bring humanitarian aid to the Venezuelan people. The only problem is, is what you're seeing on the news is only half true. It's like a movie. It's like a drama. They're... they're raising up the visual effects in Venezuela to make it seem like the Venezuelan government is not caring for their people. Now, how this lady is not in jail yet, I'll never know. And how she still works for our government is beyond me. Debbie Wisherman gets Russia-Venezuelan Threat Act through the House. The South Florida Democrats' bill would require the president to monitor the risk of Russian acquisition of Venezuela's Sico assets in the United States as well as impose a visa ban for any individuals working on behalf of the Russian government in direct support of the Venezuelan security forces. The House passed her bill on Monday along with another bill proposing $150 million in humanitarian aid for Venezuela and also the proposal cutting off tear gas and riot gear to the Venezuelan regime. They're trying to make Venezuela their next country to overthrow the duly elected leader. 
the Kremlin influence creates not only a hurdle to restoring a functionally legitimate democracy to the people of Venezuela, but it also poses an imminent military threat to the entire Western Hemisphere. We not only need a detailed assessment of what kind of threat this poses, but a strategy for dealing with it. She said, Our goals, regardless of party, is to allow for the peaceful transition to Venezuelan's rightful leader, interim president Juan Guerrero, and for the peaceful execution of free and fair elections. This bill takes a critical step towards understanding and addressing the, the impact of military cooperation between Russia and Venezuela and ensuring it does and does not impede democracy or safety in the region. Now, uh, that makes no sense. How are you trying to overthrow a duly elected government and put to power your own elected government and president and cabinet and then say that it's a free election. That makes no sense. How is it a free election if we're overthrowing the duly elected president and putting someone else in power that's only going to help us? I don't see how that is a fair election that they're claiming. The Russia-Venezuelan Threat Act requires close investigation and continued monitoring of the role that Russia has played in propping up the Mondero government. After Russia has sent nuclear-capable bomber planes and as recently as this weekend, additional military support to Venezuela, we must keep close eye on Russia's threat to stability and democracy in our hemisphere. Regrettably, the Madero regime has invited America's adversaries, such as Russia and China, to our doorstep. No, we invited them to our doorstep when we decided to interfere with Venezuela. Nothing but lies. More fake news. And then all you hear from the Trump administration is Russia must get out of Venezuela. All options are open. Speaking at the White House, Trump also warned that all options are open when it comes to getting Russia out of Venezuela. Trump, you need to shut your mouth. Around 100 Russian troops touched down in the Venezuelan capital on Saturday. A show of support for President Nicolas Maduro's government. The move caused... Vice President Mike Pence to call the deployment an unnecessary. What do you mean unnecessary? We're the ones that are pushing them to send military troops there, to send bombers there. I wish people would just read through all this BS. Pence called Russia to withdraw its support for the Venezuelan government and stand with Juan Guerrero, the Washington-sponsored opposition leader who declared himself interim president in January. Trump met with Guerrero's wife on Wednesday and pledged his support to her husband. After the momentum behind his play for presidency fizzed out, Guerrero has continued to criticize the government on Tuesday, accusing the Venezuelan leader of violating the country's constitution by welcoming the Russian troops. U.S. officials have reportedly warned Russia against interfering in the guerrero mandaro power struggle. Now listen, how are you going to warn... How are you going to warn somebody to stay out of a situation when we're already poking our noses into the situation? It doesn't make any sense. That's just going to increase tensions with Russia. Russia did not back down in Syria. Do you really think they're going to back down in Venezuela? How are you going to ask a country that has treaties with, a gov with another country's government you have to be out of your mind if you think Russia is going to support 
a leader that the U.S. government is sponsoring. That helps nobody but the U.S. It doesn't help Russia. It doesn't help the Venezuelan people. None of this does. So, in response to the Trump administration urging Russia must get out of Venezuela, Russia hits back and says, get out of Syria first. Before they have their say in the lawful interest of other nations, I would advise the U.S. administration to, fu- to fulfill its promise that it, had, that it has given to the international community. Russian Foreign Minister Spokeswoman says, referring to U.S. President Donald Trump's pledge to get American troops out of Syria. The U.S. is behaving like a cowboy, undermining international order with its chaotic moves and unpredictable behavior. So we're at a stalemate here. It's like, get out of Venezuela. Well, get out of Syria. The Trump administration took most of the, pe- most of the troops out of Syria. We still have 400 in there. 200 in the north, 200 in the south. So he didn't, Trump didn't fulfill his promise by removing all of the troops from Syria. It's getting wild. It is getting wild. And with that, let me know what you think. Leave a comment below. That's it for today. Remember to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash for the people NN. Thank you for tuning in to For the People News. I'm your host, Rob. Till next time.